Oh shit, are we recording? What's up? This is the Fuck the Status Quo podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blake, and this is a place where we discuss getting your shit together. Why? Because the more people on the planet getting their shit together and being the best version of themselves means the less assholes there are. I'm down for that. Are you down for that? All right, let's go. podcast is sponsored by me motherfuckers if you haven't heard of my monthly subscription box yet called the snark box let me introduce you bitch this is a monthly greeting card subscription box it comes with four different cards each month and let me keep it real with you guys i always throw in an extra card and some stickers okay you never have to worry about forgetting someone's birthday again or having to run to the store to buy some lame-ass shit last minute to get a card for your friend who got a promotion, is going through a breakup, or for Valentine's Day, Christmas, your anniversary, you fucking slacker, I got you covered. The Snark Box also includes my infamous Rip Open This Mofo envelope sticker seals for each card. And it's only 10 ish dollars a month when you use the discount code snark15 that's s-n-a-r-k-1-5 and this discount is literally only for you guys so don't say i never did nothing for you go to my website as told by ellie.com select the snark box subscription and enter in that discount code snark15 and enjoy a gear of being a prepared ass bitch and a good friend you're welcome This episode is sponsored by me again, bitches. I don't know if you guys know about this, but allow me to tell you that I also make the coolest fucking clothes on the planet. Of course, they are wildly inappropriate and will get you all the stares in public places. And that's why I do it, bitch. Some of my personal faves say things like chimichanga slut or women don't owe you shit. And Thankful for You Fuckers was a banger for Thanksgiving last year, just saying. But I also want you guys to know that my sobriety clothing is equally on point and slightly less offensive. I love my sober people. You guys are the shit. I am on a sobriety journey myself this year, and I can tell you guys this shit ain't for the week. So if you or a sober loved one need some sober gear, I'm your girl. You guys know the drill, as told by Ellie.com is where the goods are. Head over there for wearable snark. What's up? It's Ellie Blake. Welcome back to Fuck the Status Quo. I have an interview for you guys today with the one and only Shuby. She is another one of my internet friends. Shocker, I know. But we did not meet through the gram. We were actually in the same online course together. So when you hear us referring to DCI in this episode... We're talking about that course. It's called Dharma Coaching Institute. Shuby is a life coach. I know. I know what you're thinking, but listen the fuck up. This chick knows what the fuck she's talking about. And the transformations and shifts that she can lead you to, I mean, shit, even the ones in this conversation are incredible. She has a lot of wisdom to share with this world and is a key player in helping you reduce your assholeness levels. 
Shui, I'm so glad to have met you. Thank you so much for this interview. And I'm so glad that we finally made it happen. Here she is, guys. Shuby, we made it. Welcome to Fuck the Status Quo podcast. Thank you for being here. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. Good morning. <laughs> I feel generally groggy at this time, but today I am kind of like my brain is going fast and like everything. There's so much action. I'm very excited. Yes. Okay. First question. Tell me what is the best thing you've ever done for yourself? Well, um, the best thing that I have ever done for myself is allow myself to take breaks. And especially a break last year when I decided to put my job without a plan. And my personal life was going downhill. I was recovering from the loss of my grandfather's death, um, certain family things, my health, my health had been down since 2020. Um, even though I was recovered, but I was not recovered, recovered as in like I didn't feel healthy. And I also felt like if I continued doing my job, I couldn't focus on myself, my physical health, my emotional health and all that. And sometimes people said that it was a very brave thing to do. And I feel like that was just something I would have advised friends, even though for me, with take that break, was one of the hardest things that I have done to myself, but one of the best as well. Mm-hmm. What does taking a break look like for you? What did you do? I... I didn't do well initially, like, to be fairly honest. Good. <laughs> um, uh, but, like, I resigned from my job exactly like it ended while DCI ended, which was the federation that we both did together. And immediately, like, the month prior to me going, like, out of work and everything, I signed up for the new certificate. And I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to take a break anyways. Let me just learn something. Hmm. Make the best, quote unquote, the best of this time. Um, and that was one of the most exhausting things I had done. And something that I learned even while just like going through that year was knowing that some things just like I, I feel like I do want something and I go get it. But it's not like that thing is meant forever. Like that coaching certification that I did later was about becoming a business coach. And it sounded sexy. And it kind of is if that's your jam. But I felt bored. Like I, I like learning about businesses and everything. But to talk about sales and marketing, to talk about offers every day, day after day. And it just didn't feel right. And even though like I had some people I was practicing with and later uh, it became my clients it just didn't it just didn't work well yeah and it was just like we were going back to the mindset the emotional stuff the stuff that I loved doing and even in this journey of going back I realized like everything is so simple and I was over complicating it 
And by the end of December, I was clear, like I was burning myself out again, even though I resigned from a job. So then I made a better decision to not do anything for two months, which was December and January. And instead, that was a real break. And it looked like me traveling with my mom to a friend's wedding and not working at all, not checking on Instagram, um, not checking if someone was emailing me being available for people 24 7 and also like allowing myself to cry and grieve the loss of the life that I actually like the life that started ending in 2019 and I didn't fully sit with the transitions that were coming I mean like even on paper in 2020 2019 everything looked the same like I had the same job um, I had similar skills, I was having the same friend circles, but it just felt like 2019 to 2020, so much shifted internally that I couldn't cope up. And I was still trying to hold on to dear life, the old dear life. And this break just made me feel like how much things are changing and I am changing and it's okay for me to allow that. After December, I gave myself the time and I asked myself, like, what do I really want to do, even if I wanted to continue being a coach? And that meant, like, I love talking about emotions. I love talking mindset. I love doing all these things where you revive your language, where you change, like, the way you think and, you know, like, typical mindset and emotions. Stuff. And the interesting thing was I got to apply all of that to myself first. So this year was just like applying everything on myself and then sharing it with the world. That I feel it is a very long answer, but no, I love answer. it. I think it's it's so important to like be able to. I kind of think of it as like explorer mode, where you're like hey, business coaching, like eh, whatever. But at least you tried it and you like figure out no wasn't for me but you still did it I think that holds a lot of people back as they just like think it has to be like this perfect everything's gonna work out this is what I'm gonna do type scenario or like all or nothing and I can be like that <laughs> I'm guilty of that for sure but yeah and and also I love what you said about too just like you applied those concepts to yourself and now you can teach that to other people which I think is really again just kind of going back to that like perfectionist thing like it doesn't have to be perfect it worked for me like maybe it can work for somebody else sort of thing I feel there was also like this shift this year in 2023 that it's very hard for me to admit this uh, it was that even until last year I feel like I was talking about a lot of things and I was not applying them Mm -hmm. like I was applying them to 40% or 50% but not really really applying them like I feel this was even my year of just going deeper into like what everything is and how everything could be even in the personal development space and how can we figure out what it is that we exactly need and not like there are so many things that are available to us but knowing like what do we need 
was so important for me to learn because I was signing up for different courses. I was doing like, okay, this looks very interesting. This looks very interesting. And that's like, mm-hmm. like jumping up and down and like not allowing myself to give myself that space. And I feel even in this year, in this break, like it was very uncomfortable to sit and analyze, like, is it really for me? Because when I did that certification last year and I was still in that like exploring and going and just like keep pushing and pushing mode. But if I had allowed myself to integrate everything I had learned, practice it and give myself like four or five months, probably wouldn't have done it. I probably wouldn't have, but I didn't allow myself that space, that emptiness, that freshness to think of things from a different perspective. And I feel like when we can talk about those concepts, we can very well post about those concepts. But I definitely did that. And this year, what I learned was it's more than that, deeper than that. I can talk about a lot of shit. And I have talked about a lot of shit. I was even like reading my notes, reading my previous year's posts and newsletters. And I was talking about a lot of shit. <laughs> How much was I practicing? Like one day, and I was just like write a newsletter on. Like this is what you should do. And I feel like part of me was very young to understand the value of consistency and discipline because she was so burnt out, and like doing it for one day felt really good to her. And not doing it consistently was detrimental, even for me to have that particular habit or that particular mindset as like this is my identity and I feel this year was so deepening because I realized there's so much that I don't subscribe to even though I am in those communities and I am with my friends who believe that and just allowing them the space to follow that to accept that and being like this is not for me and being okay with that's not being like my flavor of personal development, mm-hmm. my flavor of mindset and emotions. And it led me to a very beautiful place of allowing myself to be who I am and others to be really who they are and integrating us in this like beautiful symphony of like different, like we are different notes, different views. And it's like we make a very beautiful stuff together. And it's like our differences and not trying to really fit in into life okay that's your version of like what your life is gonna look like and I must do that like I feel like that I must do just got stripped away when I gave myself that spaciousness and I would probably never do a business business coach certification or something like that again because like now I know myself much much deeper than I did last year yeah so tell everyone who's listening just kind of like what you do and what you're about these days tell us your whole life story <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that that needs like a attendee podcast um, <laughs> right now like like i shared with you like i created that spaciousness for myself and i created that resting space so that i could discover what i really want and who i really am and who I really am, who am I, has been the question that has troubled me ever since I could ask questions. And I feel like that was such an interesting thing to take forward and make it my whole life's mission. And so 
currently I am helping women come up with answers to who they are and answers that are true to them and not something they have been told by their families, their friends and the society but to truly discover who they are and to heal themselves and to let go of the past versions that they are no longer resonant with and to welcome that new perspective, that new freshness of who they could become if they let go of all the old identities and how much healing can they do in themselves and in the world around them just by being fully authentic to themselves. When did you personally start like your whole mindset and just journey of becoming aware of shit? <laughs> I feel for me it was it was interesting because I go back to memories. I go back to like I I I don't I didn't write journals, but I had this habit of writing like anything that I would find cool in a newspaper or a magazine. I would write it down as a kid. And sorry I'm, I'm just fumbling um I found a very old journal like very by very old I mean like I was 11 or 12 and it had these words of like the chakras and chakra activation sounds and I was like holy shit what what was I doing back that? then like <laughs> like like what was I doing with that information but it was it was like like I feel like everything in my world was still priming me. I stumbled upon personal development very accidentally. And this is such a funny story. I've never been asked this before. But I was in the school library. I was in ninth standard. I remember very distinctly. I was looking through the chemistry book section, like chemistry book section. And I found the book, The Alchemist by Paula Colum. And oh my God, I was just like fascinated. I was like, I needed to take the chemistry book home. But I can take this one. This looks interesting. Like you, <laughs> this one's you, better. <laughs> you see, like, why is it in the chemistry section? And that was so funny. And I took that book with me. And as a 15-year-old, you don't know, like, so many limitations. As you know, as a 25-year-old, so everything is possible. And I'm very grateful for that. The senior version of me who believed that everything was possible. And then... I went on and I was like consciously searching for things and not like specific books. Books were not, books were actually not allowed in my house until they were textbooks. And that's a whole another story. But I feel like I was going through like these pirated books and just like ebooks to download. Like I was 16, 17, I didn't have money, I was broke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would download these books I would read them um, and I would read blogs and everything because back in 2012-2011 you didn't have the, the early whole, internet <laughs> yeah you, you didn't you didn't have like so much of knowledge available easily mm-hmm. so I, I think one of the books I accidentally stumbled on was The Power of Subconscious Mind when I was 17 and I feel like I started using it, but then I realized I was already doing it a lot in my life because I was I would write down like, and this is so funny, uh, I would write down these contracts with myself and be like, I'm going to give myself this. I'm going to just like, and, and 
for giving myself something at 15-16 meant like getting first position in class. I'm just like securing the best marks that I can so that I can have a better future. And I feel like as a kid, that was really great. Self-improvement, like doing it all by myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I also read like a lot of newspaper editorials, magazines, and just like I would find the sections that like really piqued my interest and I would note them down. And somewhere started seeping into my subconscious um so like there are certain stories but like exactly what was the point I cannot remember but I feel like I was really supported and guided and I deeply believe like everything happens for a reason and that's what I see about call as well like it's the perfect timing when we are doing this because it's happening for a reason Mm -hmm. and I feel my whole life has been a beautiful synchronicity if I can look back and see like, oh, that's why this happened. That's why this happened. So, yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, it's so like just interesting, just aging in general, just like getting older and being able to look back and like pull those pieces together and be like, oh, this is why this happened or this is why I read this book or what. Are you a big reader still? I took a break. Um, yeah, I have to in, do that too sometimes. <laughs> in in Because in 2020, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do like this read one book a week thing. Mm-hmm. And I have 52 books to read. I finished 48, but it fucked up my brain. Yeah. <laughs> so I, t- I took a break um, and I'm getting back. And right now I am reading... Uh, novels and stories and not so much personal development because I feel like that's something that I used to enjoy as well and I do have a big stack of personal development as well like I can show you um but I am trying to bring in more creative and more not like lifelike things as well in my word and I feel like I get to understand people through this stories as well and a lot of mindset and emotional work like the way I convince myself as well is like it's just gonna help me work because it helps me understand people and their emotions and their stories so I can give a pretty good example even from a novel so let's just read one yeah no I do the same thing like there's definitely been times where I like I said like I take breaks from reading and then there will be a weekend where I read like two or three books and like one weekend but I had to kind of pull myself back from like pressuring myself to just read only personal development books and just get back more and like I was a Harry Potter nerd growing up I'm like read fun shit like it doesn't always have to be like a chore which I mean depending on which book you're reading and I'm not saying like all personal development books are like boring or a chore or whatever but uh you know I was like get back to just like reading just because you enjoy reading <laughs> stop overcomplicating it <laughs> yeah and I feel even reading like like reading a personal development book and then a shorter book or like an easier book also gives us time to integrate everything that we have mm-hmm. read in a personal development book and I really like resonate with the concept of like that you shared of giving yourself break from reading and allowing yourself to read not just the because I even read fiction in 2020 like that that whole crazy year and doing challenges kind of thing but I feel like it was too fast 
and it was too much and i felt like even even with everything in goals in general like I feel like i personally pressured myself a lot in the past and now i'm, I'm learning that so i'm just like reading one page or one chapter at night while i'm in bed cozy with a warm blanket and just allow myself to imagine like hey, if she's going in a garden if like I, i'm in the middle of a story where the woman is digging up her stone paved garden to put grass in it and i was just like how would that feel like she's doing it at the middle of night at 3 a.m she's going through an existential crisis she's doing it i'm like i can really relate to that right now like i i, I had that those moments for years past but i can really see it I'm like oh my I, I love you so much like like even with the character like i'm developing certain relationship and i and i really like that and even i was like i was not very big like i couldn't call myself uh, an actual nerd for uh, for harry potter but i still enjoyed reading it i love reading about magic stories mm-hmm. and just like you know like how things could happen and very differently from the word and stories of things how necessarily like a good or a bad ending but just like they left me with more questions in my mind like if she would have done that like how would have i have reacted to it and i feel even those stories give us a really good moment of self reflection and finding who we are at a deeper level i i i just love like when you can talk about the same story and then everyone has a different Mhm. Like I have to do this. Um <laughs> I just want to jump up and so when I was still at work in 2021 in December we I used to run a club and we used to talk about ideas we used to talk about books and everything and I did a proper book club for any if anyone wants to I love that. Yeah, it's 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 the book The Midnight Library by Matt. Oh, Drake. I read that one. And, so good. <laughs> oh my god. Such a good and, book. And uh, yeah, and I held like specific meetings for certain like points like if we read 25 person we're going to meet, if we read 50 person we're going to meet. And like we had three or four meetings like that and everyone had such a different perspective. And the funny thing was someone actually gave me the compliment. This is like group therapy that we are going to and it, it was such a fun experience to see everyone had such a different reaction to the book and everyone saw it so differently and some people were moved by the story and some people were like this even true like what what whatever it was just happening in her head and when someone said that what if it was just happening in her head like a girl said like it's, it's like the movie harry potter where um Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Dumbledore. Like, like, even if it's in your head, like, isn't it true? I'm sorry, I'm butchering the sentence. Um, uh, but I feel like that was such a defining moment for me as yeah. a piece of something like that can inspire so much growth. Even though it's not the typical personal development, but you get to read so many books. I feel even the alchemist is not a proper personal development book but i would still suggest it to people as a personal development book which is fun because you get to see like the relentless nature of life and striving and a person who even though was so close to give up like he just had a mindset shift in just one split second he was like nope 
I have come this far. I'm still going, even though life has treated me mm-hmm. in the worst possible ways. I have wasted two years, but it still goes. And I feel like that that approach was something that I've carried in my life. Even I feel like it became my nature. Maybe after or maybe before reading the book, but I'm still gonna try it. I'm still gonna try it. And very hard for me to give up on things until they're really toxic and not meant for me mm-hmm. but I feel like those tiny takeaways and lessons from the books are so so key to our own growth yeah I just feel like there's so many if you pay attention to shit around you there's so many lessons to learn <laughs> just little takeaways even from you know like a fictional story or that was like a definitely a quote from harry potter that just still i think about it often where i mean i'll butcher it too i don't remember exactly what dumbledore said but you know something to the effect of like well you know just because it was happening in your mind doesn't mean it wasn't real and i think that kind of just like explained to me in a way like mindfulness and just like that whole shift of like there is way more to be said about your mental state and how the way you look at things and the way you perceive things around you like that was a huge game changer for me not just the Dumbledore quote but just like the whole (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Dumbledore the whole just like thought in general of just like the idea of not everything is just like face value like you have a say in it purely based off of the way that you are like viewing the world around you and the way that you interpret it and the way that you want to look at things and that's one thing that I love about books too even like the fictional ones is it's just showing you a different perspective you get to be in somebody else's mind deeply you know especially in a book way more than a movie or anything else and it's interesting to me to just see how somebody else thinks how they are perceiving things in the world around them like there's a lot humans are cool (laughs) most of them (laughs) there's a lot of shitheads too but there's just a lot to be learned from that I think and yeah it really just kind of opened my eyes to mindset like for me I would say I was not I was not I don't even remember the first like personal development book I read I want to say it was probably like Jen Sincero, one of her books. Have you read any of her books? Not yet, but she's on my PBS. Yeah, you should, you should. Because I need like a little bit of a snark in there. You know, I can't be so serious. (laughs) So she like introduced me to that world and just like being able to view things differently. And I think that's hard for a lot of people. They just go by how they were raised and the environment they grew up in and their culture and it's scary to like view things in a different way but for me it's like at some point you have to yeah wow I feel that we have such an immense capacity to grow when we can hold space for multiple realities Mm -hmm. and I might be going like too spiritual and rural here um but I feel like what you're saying is exactly that like everyone of us has such a different view and sometimes when we come across someone's point of view it's 
scary and it's just like figurative. Mm-hmm. I know it definitely happened for me in the past as well. And I would just like go on this like, just like block, 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 like mentally block the person, mentally just like, even sometimes I used to like literally block people because I was so triggered by what they had to say. And it also meant that I had a lot of learning to do and listening to them made me question things in my own mind and it took up a lot of mental debate and just like realizing that is this even for me or not and sometimes it was not meant for me and sometimes it was like you know what I can do better I can accommodate their point of view as well without you know like retracting back like what I'm saying may not be the best thing but it works for me and I want to continue believing that or doing that and not be triggered by people. I feel like different perspectives are such a big trigger and sometimes we just want to contradict with like, suppose if someone is rich and they're making some comments about mindset or happiness or mindfulness and they are just like, especially if you're a woman, mm-hmm. you'll get comments like, oh, you're just spending daddy's money or you're, you're spending your like husband's money and it's not you and you're just like fooling around and just like, you you know, all sorts of things. And I feel a lot of times these comments are actually hurtful. They are mean and everything. And I may be diverging from a lot of what you're saying. Um, but even those comments give us an opportunity to just like, you know what, I'm just going to bypass this. I'm just not going to answer this. And there could be also someone who is questioning your daily life and just like about money and just talking about it like someone's going to comment on someone's post and they're just like you know what I think she's actually better than me at this and I would like to learn instead of commenting shit on her post Mm -hmm. so for both the scenarios like someone who's receiving a comment and someone who's giving it and whatever I feel all of us could use different perspectives as a means to grow and I definitely feel like when I accommodated a lot of perspectives and how people view things, I felt even at the deepest core, we all believe the same. If you just like feel everything back, it's just that the way it works for me in the outward, like in a very physical form, it's very different from you and me. Like we all want to be happy. Like what happiness looks like for you may not be what it looks like for me. Mm-hmm. and sometimes we make exceptions to what it looks like but at the core like I feel all of us want the same thing and all of these discussions and triggers and I feel even social media has given a big mouthpiece to a lot of people and I'm not saying it's a bad thing and I'm not against free speech but it has also created this hate culture where you can just like leave a comment and go without taking responsibility for it without taking responsibility for yeah. your feelings and <laughs> From personal experience as well, I could say that we all have, as a, as a human species and race, like we have we have a lot of developing to do in those certain contexts of even accommodating our emotions when they're triggered, and we just see a different perspective and not let us let not let it uh, dismantle us, but allowing it as like a gentle stepping stone towards what's better than what my current version could be so that I can hold you and me with the same love that 
we all can coexist and just like coming back to like this beautiful symphony we all are different tunes how can we you know do a do a rap song or any song together in this in this life have you always been like this open minded i i think a lot of reading to other people's perspectives mm-hmm. helps me but i would i was definitely not talking about this last year i mean i would have talking i i would have talked i would have talked no. i would have talked about it last year but it wasn't in full depth i was still triggered by people i was still going through a lot of my own journey but i think it developed as a muscle over time accommodate other people and i feel like one of my things has been to host like even at my work i did that club right that was not paid for it was like an extra thing outside of my work hours that i used to do but i like bringing people together i like um even like hosting workshops and everything because i want people to feel like so included and have such a beautiful experience together and that helps me be more open minded because i like like most of them all of them like to some degree or not um but i feel like it it was a habit that developed over time and meeting lots of interesting people like even my coworkers taught me a lot uh, people i met in these clubs they taught me a lot some of them became my friends some of them still are in touch and i feel like just living with people and giving them a chance i feel like there's so much that i can learn and one thing that specifically coming to mind was i feel like i could relate to buddha a lot and he used to say like everyone is your teacher and i think i really embodied that at a young age and that certainly helped me even though like a lot of triggering happens but over the time i learned to deal with it better so definitely i think it was it was buddha who i want to yeah. jump back a little bit to what you said about people who trigger you and you were like i would just block them or what do you feel like you can learn yeah. you in a different perspective from people that trigger you cuz this shit is fascinating to me it was a lesson yeah. i learned recently <laughs> Yeah, I think recently like this this year I've only like blocked people who were either spam accounts or someone who like people who were sending me like weird messages. You know, like being a woman on internet is interesting experience. Like the <laughs> creep, like that. creepy messages or Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what do you <laughs> This year was just like creepy creepy guys and like random accounts. Um I was very triggered. two years back i feel like and it was because, like a, a lot of accounts triggered me and like i've never shared the story um online so sahara rose was someone who i met online in 2021 i think a few months before i started bci and i i felt so triggered by like the way her expression was like how free she felt and mm-hmm. i must have blocked her and blocked her like for five or six times in that year itself and like every time i unblock <laughs> I, i i am better and i like 
after those five or six times, I realized like she's has something that I really want in my life. And because I don't have it, I feel the lack of it. And I just want to just like, you know, bother from my life. What if I could actually like get, you know, like I, and I was just like, hmm, what, what does that mean? And that's when I was like, okay, I got to sign up and learn from her and be okay to view her as my teacher, like a proper teacher this time, not just a trigger teacher. Um, and <laughs> a lot of, a lot of other accounts as well uh, who were teaching personal development and they had just like this freedom like the the way they expressed and I was burnt out as shit I didn't value myself and I was just like who, who would dance on Instagram and just like people are just showing up and everything like I never spread the hate message but it was like in my mind it was just like this this thing like I am burnt out. How can you have this freedom? How can you feel so good? And I feel even those triggers were necessary for me to see like what I was lacking and what I really wanted from that lack and what I wanted my life to be. I wanted to feel free. I wanted to feel free in my body because I was subtly body shamed a lot in my teenage years. And like after that, it just became my own internal monologue. To body shame and the way people express themselves on the internet is just like how they express themselves in real life and when I saw that I was like how can someone express themselves like this how can someone dance so freely because I never like felt good to dance in public because I was so embarrassed by like my body in essence and I feel a lot of lessons as I learned and as I grieved for that last and as I became more aware, like those triggers, they just subsided. They're just like, no, like, mm. it's not that big of a deal. Just learn what we can. And that is, I feel like that is my funniest trigger story because I've asked her like five, six times in a year it's before so being like, you know what, I'm I'm going to learn from her. And funnily enough, like I had a coaching session with her and I was like, oh my God, I'm so did inspired you by you. And did you tell her that you <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have the guts back then. Like I feel like if if she if I meet her again, I'm gonna you forget me a couple of times. But that helped me grow. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> no, it was like a. It was a definitely like an eye opener for me too. I mean, I'll butcher another quote here, but. <laughs> the one that's about the things that you're triggered by is what you're you're self-conscious about and what you're worried about within your own self so like I've definitely had you know certain accounts on Instagram where I'm like I don't you know I don't like this page or this shit's stupid I'm gonna block them too who knows but (laughs) you have to ask yourself like what is it about this that that is upsetting you and then like dig deeper there which I think a lot of people don't want to do that or don't even like think to be like, hey, maybe this is a you problem (laughs) and not them. But it's really interesting to explore like those areas of ourselves because ultimately you're going to learn more about yourself for one, which I just like am fascinated by the older I get. I'm like the more that I can like pull the layers away and like just get to know myself better 
it's interesting, but especially the things that are like triggering to you because there's more there. You know, you're not just like, I'll, I will go through phases where I find those all those stupid videos of people like organizing their houses and stuff and like cleaning. And I'm like, the fuck? And then I look around my house and I'm like, it's because you need to clean your house, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I know, like I was so triggered because I wanted something. Mm hmm. It was just not something that I was giving myself. And it really is a very good opportunity to see if we can bring awareness to what is my trigger. And for anyone listening, just even if you don't take away anything else, just go through your life for one day and see like all the things that trigger you and all the things that you're just like, ugh, whatever. Because even beneath that whatever, there's just like this denial, this negligence of something that you basically crave and the more you can be okay with acknowledging that the more ways can open for you to actually have what you want feel like if we can just bring awareness and ask the right questions we can find the right answers and we can all be happier and not be crazy or creepy on the internet anymore <laughs> I don't know how to um like find the beauty in the creepsters though I will say that <laughs> <laughs> I my husband thinks that I get like way more creepy people than I I really don't get like creepy messages on my Instagram but my husband mm -hmm. is like convinced that I get all these like creepy messages and I'm like I really don't it's like all chicks which I love <laughs> yeah that, that's good though like I was just like okay no Whatever. unsolicited dick pics over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to hear about more about like your work and talk to me about just like the kind of women that you work with. Mostly women. Do you work with men too? Mm -hmm. Okay, I do work with men, but I feel like I understand women through it better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what kinds of like, I don't know what's what what kinds of things are you like helping people get through I know you're saying you're helping them like realize who they are but like talk me through that like how how do you help people figure this out there are a lot of layers to the work and mostly when someone comes to me and they have this question like I want to get to know myself deeper mm -hmm. and funnily enough like in one or two sessions we establish that they actually do know who they are mm -hmm. and it's just like they don't have a means to express and communicate themselves so I'm just gonna go with what lies underneath all of those things and the common topics that I'm getting and just like getting to the very practical basics of those things so one of the things that I always get and I feel like this is this is something that we all are also learning is how to set better boundaries and standards and how to communicate those boundaries. And even for me, like that was a big lesson. And when I, when a client comes to me, uh, some of the things that we work with is like, what is the boundary that you really want and who is it that you want with and why are you not expressing that boundary because a lot of times it's like you know the boundary you've said it once and you're just like people should definitely do that but it takes repetition and it takes you know just like 
saying it over and over again even to yourself like i will not be treated this way because i want this and also not being the person who breaks their own boundaries and violates like their own self love and being like okay i'm i'm just going to go for this person like just this once and every time you do like just this once you're breaking trust with yourself so the first thing is whenever someone wants to communicate their boundaries like we learn how what are the boundaries how do we communicate them and how do we communicate them effectively and in a way that doesn't hurt the other person or yourself then we go on to communicating who you are and how do you want to express yourself for some people it looks like they just want to take an hour in a week to like write music or make paintings and giving themselves a creative outlet but for others it's like i want to wear a different kind or i want to do my hair differently and express myself as the person sometimes we also go through what your belongings are and going through a whole Marie Kondo process of um, how do you want your life to look like and does your current life look like that. So it could also be, it could also be if your house is disorganized, do you want to be an organized person? <laughs> what? Who's that about? <laughs> and so what is keeping you disorganized? and when we go through these action steps something interesting happens it's like an emotion comes up a memory comes up and you realize in my childhood like someone said to me that it's always I am the childhood <laughs> yeah it's it's always the childhood oh it's so you're so because most of our trauma happens if we're seven and it's, even if it's subtle like all of those beliefs just they get fed in mm-hmm and it could be a childhood memory where you you were always so like you're just so disorganized all the time why can't you ever change and you're just like it's so disorganized all the time i can never change and you internalize it and you just mm-hmm. like it just comes out like that or it could be like the eating patterns and you're just stuffing yourself with sugar or chocolates that was me in the past and you're eating your emotions away you're just like maybe going through an through a social media just like loophole and just going through and going through because you're too afraid of working on a project that you really want. So one of the things that we do is space management and then time management and getting to know like what your identity that you want is and where you currently are and what is the gap like do you really not know who you are or are you afraid of communicating it are you afraid of being silent and are you afraid of letting the past and the more that we do like the physical actions things in our mind start becoming clear it is like this thing that louis hay said and i just think i remember this like when you clean your fridge think of it as cleaning your mind and that's what i encourage my clients to do like let's just clean your wardrobe today and see like what are the clothes that you really don't want to wear and some of them get uncomfortable and they're like this one or this was a gift i can't throw it away even though i hate all of mm-hmm. the things and or wear them or hold in them so where does it lead to if you do that what does that mean about you how do you view yourself as uh, how would you view yourself if you just let that thing go 
what are the emotions that come up because a lot of times these simple activities like letting go of stuff can bring up such a big emotional turmoil in people and that's what we're avoiding right so once we can get through those simple action steps and even for setting boundaries it, it becomes like you know I'm, I'm just nauseous and anxious i cannot i cannot say about this because i don't want to be a bad person so when we do these actions these emotions come up these memories come up and then we go through those emotions we sit down and it's like i help them navigate and cry for you know like being being not held in love in childhood or being abandoned by someone even as an adult sometimes the trauma is also from you know adulthood it could be but the deeper we go it it appears like it, it happened a long time back in the past and even subtle things like just you're you're a good girl like this doesn't happen with good girls that was one of my things like i restricted myself from a lot of things because i was told like you're a good girl you shouldn't do that mm-hmm. as a 7 year old or a 5 year old so we take a lot of different action steps we go through we also like sometimes i help my clients visualize we do visualizing grounding meditation depends on like what the channeling how it comes through what the person needs do they just need to relax or do they need to actually create out the memory and bring some sort of awareness and sometimes we also want to start with basic mindset work like okay you want this particular life write it down journal it out if you have these fears write them down what are the affirmations that you want to be true in the coming days and years like write those down so it 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 varies from a lot of um actual action steps of what you do of what you want and that i feel is the initial point that is where you you start because we are not actually lazy we are not lazy we just have so many emotions attached to the things that we cannot let go of mm-hmm. that emotional burden it's not that we are not physically capable we are physically capable of so much more yeah we just have that emotional attachment and we have given a certain meaning so once we do the physical action and just like clean your wardrobe or organize your desk or stand up for a boundary that you believe in then it becomes okay this is the memory we sit through the emotional process and we clear out what is not serving us then we go back we create a new mindset blue what are the affirmations what's the visualization how can i journal about the life and keep coming back to what i'm working on and in this mix as well we can go through different stages at the same time or you know just like go on stage and do that longer it actually depends a lot on what the person wants and it's it's a lot personalized i have just given a like a track of what all the things could be and in the process we also develop a lot of self love and self compassion and see ourselves from the lens of that person who went through that trauma and how that has affected our life we go through speaking up for ourselves now the way that we couldn't as a kid and all of these things change slowly over time and like deeply like we're doing 
mindset work on such a deeper basis like i feel like the word mindset gets thrown a lot a lot like easily like just do the mindset work just have a mindset coach but it's, it's so much deeper because like in our minds there are all these neural pathways of everything that has happened and that memory stored like in the body and as soon as we do something like that signal goes in the mind and it's like nope i'm not doing this this happened last time i feel triggered and it's like triggering that particular neural pathway and i'm geeking out uh, no i and, love it i love it i love it and and it's just like releasing that emotion from the body releasing that long lost memory that sometimes you may not remember what you're processing like it's it has happened a lot of times with me when i'm processing something i'm like i don't even remember when this happened or what happened it's just like a feeling that happened yeah so we go through all of these layers to just find like okay it's it's like becoming naked and like this was an armor that i put on like i'm i'm free now i am plain now like it's like i'm i'm a clean slate now now what now i do the application now i visualization now i do the journaling to create what i want if if that memory didn't happen and not that it didn't happen but now that we didn't make it mean something big like a trauma what is available to me now maybe i can go on stages and speak about my experience or maybe i can just write poetry about it maybe i can finally go and take that hobby class or maybe i can go apply for that interview i never thought i was qualified for or maybe i can go and break up from that friendship that i know is paining me and not over give to people and instead put that time aside for sleeping in our extra so like there's there is this holistic measurement of life that we go through and we evaluate based on where you are there are different steps that we can take but this is more or so like a very ground level like very physical action step uh procedure that i generally walk i love that you just like mix everything together like okay your childhood the traumas that you've been through like here's the mindset part here's the affirmations but then you're like also here's some action steps because <laughs> i feel like the whole personal development and like coaching space like kind of just gets a bad rap these days is like people just think that they're gonna meet with a coach and you're gonna be like just manifest it just manifest it and it'll be there you know that's another like word that's like a hot word right now um but it's so important to just like incorporate all of the things like we're we're human beings there's so many different parts to us and pieces to us that like we don't even realize and I loved what you said about where you were like I don't even like remember like where this is coming from but it's just like a feeling that I get and it's so important I think to just incorporate all of it and and use all of these tools and things that you can learn about yourself to progress forward and like take the next step so you sound like an amazing coach. We need to have a coaching session. <laughs> I am gay. Yes. <laughs> I'm so down. Um, oh, that was so much goodness. I love all that. It sounds like it's really like rewarding to work with you and like truly 
I think that that was like one of the most powerful tools for myself. Like when I started to be like, all right, bitch, let's get it together a little bit was just learning more about myself and my past and my childhood. And and we just like, don't realize how much things that don't really seem that significant that like have truly affected you and, and shaped who you are. It's fascinating to me that these things that happen at like such a young age, like they just stay with you the rest of your life. And some of them good, some of them bad, but they all literally shape who you are. I'm like, why does this have to happen so young when I can't remember shit? But (laughs) yeah, I also would like to add that there are some instances when something doesn't directly happen to you but you hear a conversation and sometimes that could mm. and I feel like as we heal and as we go through this journey of understanding how crucial everything is maybe in the next I feel like the generate I, I, I don't like the word generation here but the next generation of kids who come like from our generation who's doing all of this work yeah Maybe they don't have to go through as much pain and as much trauma and they can have more conscious parents because we heal ourselves. We heal people around us just by healing ourselves and not not being a trigger for them and not and be able to like the more I'm able to hold space for myself, I'm not a part of that system of, you know, sustaining the trigger. And sometimes it could be like someone who's been suppose who's not able to receive love and they come to me and just like we're just friends and we're having a party and sometimes if they do something that's just like they spill the drink or they use something uh, that was in my house and they just like you know want to repay back but I'm like you know that's okay and that person like their nervous system feels better they feel better even not just in the capacity of a coach but as a friend I can offer them much more than if I was triggered and just like what a shitty friend you are you spoil my carpet and blah 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 so even just doing that work for yourself you can start healing people around you just by your mere presence and Mm -hmm. the more we can do this probably our kids and I definitely hope this for my kids someday they don't have to go through as much as shit as I went through because I would try to be a better parent to be a more conscious parent and this Mm -hmm. I just feel like putting a display (laughs) my parents were great uh they they gave me a lot of things that they didn't receive. And sometimes that could itself be a very interesting journey. Um, but yeah, I feel like the more we can focus on this, the more we can feel the world around us and let other people feel safe in who they are and be able to... I feel like when we're able to see each other in in their own self and like in their true self, in their more authentic version, it's so beautiful to just see a person like the happiness the joy and it's just like it's so contagious and you're not pretending to be someone and not wasting your energy trying to put up like that mask of being someone else but it's so beautiful and you're you're you you're you're Ellie we're just going through and just like taking each other's personality and we're not making it mean something like we're just like oh you you like that way I really love that I can use that or maybe I don't believe that but that's good if, if it helps you that's really good so just allowing ourselves to be who we are 
I feel like it's all going back to the journey of home and the home is within us. So it's, it's like the journey of going back to who we were before all of that shitty drama happened. I feel like um, like self-awareness is just so undervalued. <laughs> And just being able to pay attention to just the little things. And I hate the, you know, the term, you know, the younger generation. I hate it too. It makes me feel old, but I feel like they get it. And it's really inspiring to think of, like you said, our generation, you know, doing the work and and then raising these little humans. Like I think the world is going to be a lot better of a place, but yeah, just like being self-aware. And being able to recognize things and be like, okay, this is a trigger for me or okay, this person views this that way and I can look at it that way. That was like another just like big thing for me was being able to just like step outside of yourself for a moment and kind of like view things like as if you were outside of your own body and be able to have a different view of things and be able to look at things differently even if you necessarily are like no like I don't agree with that or I'm gonna block this girl because I don't like how free she is on Instagram you know but then being able to step back and well why and question it and it's with yourself so it's not like you're fighting with someone (laughs) you know it's a whole different energy I guess if if you're gonna like call yourself out compared to like fighting with your sister like a friend or something and I think that it's necessary to be able to grow as a person and make make some moves and make some shifts and and become you who you're supposed to be if that makes sense yeah what I would just love to change in what you said was instead of viewing it as fighting with ourselves it could just be having a conversation with ourselves mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a fight because fight means like something is wrong yeah you know, just having that conversation and I feel like we are already fighting with ourselves so much yes that's why we are not authentically who we are so we need to keep the fighting minimal <laughs> just like listen because even in that awareness, I feel like there's such a big emotional release and just like feeling like I feel like crap and I just want to cry. And then if that is what helps you be more aware, be more aware, but don't just stay stuck there. Mm-hmm. Find the tools to move forward, take some action, do something. Exactly, do something. <laughs> yeah. That was another one for me where I'm like, nobody's going to do it for you. Like, you got to figure it out, chick. Nobody is just going to knock on your door and be like, hey, do you want to feel better about life and figure out your purpose? Like, no, you got to figure, you got to do something. Get it together. (laughs) You got to do it. And we can. And I just want everyone listening to remember that no matter like how big it seems, you can do it. Just divide it into smaller tasks. Mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that big of a elephant like this is something a friend always like reminded me of and she's like Shabhangi how do you eat an elephant you eat it one bite at a time you cannot swallow it whole <laughs> and I feel like that was the exact reminder I needed whenever she reminded me that and if something feels way bigger like you want to change 
something like a life and that's a very big project yeah. trust me i'm still working on that one so one bite at a time yeah one bite at a time one delete at a time it's okay if you cannot figure it out maybe even in 2024 like just keep the progress stick to something that you can do consistently even if it's just like getting out of bed when the alarm rings and not being in your head overthinking like how you like it probably maybe spend those 30 minutes doing something in the house it could just be like cleaning up not something big but just don't stay stuck after you have the awareness and just do something and when you do a lot of something your life will start to shift in ways that you cannot see right now but you will yeah it adds up over time i think that's another thing that people just get like hung up on we're impatient especially now like we're impatient we want everything to happen immediately it's like no you're amazon spoiled us mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one day delivery we are spoiled yeah <laughs> so true we're working on it hopefully we get better <laughs> yeah Oh, thank you so much for doing this. Um, please let people know where to find you and how they can work with you. So I live on Instagram. You can find me at Coach Shubhi and you can DM me the words, any word, or just curious. Or even if you love this episode, just let me know. Tag me in your Insta stories. Let me know your favorite takeaways. And I also do have a free journal for you if any one interested is anyone listening is interested and wants to start their journaling journey journaling journey in 2024 or even after that whenever you find this episode just let me know and free you can just grab it download it work on it it's simple for five days and you'll have much more clarity about your life and just roll with it take the action yeah be you love it that was gold thank you so much i appreciate you thank you so much for having me yeah of course that's it for another episode of the fuck the status quo podcast thank you so much for listening i hope you guys like what i'm doing here if not then live your life man set yourself free from my voice i mean why have you even gotten this far (laughs) but If you know someone who would enjoy listening to this, please share this episode with them or post it to your story. Or you can go fucking bananas and run around town telling everybody that you run into. And then leave this podcast review because it really helps to get the word out there and help other people find this podcast. So that's it. That's my plug. Be a good person by leaving a review. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you guys in the next one.